In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey.
That's got to be Mauricio Mansky from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's got to be his favorite mashup ever. What's up, folks? It's So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan, and this is your Tuesday episode. We are coming at you strong this week. My God, we started it off with a three-hour episode uh, where we still don't know the mis- the unsolved mystery of Lisa Rina. Who made those tweets? Well, uh, who knows? But today we're going to laugh with somebody that I think has made us laugh for a very long time. Somebody that I look up to in podcasting and I was so excited to talk to her. And it was one of those things like we, we uh, like have DM'd a couple of times. But this was the first, and it was just, it was so easy. It was like, of course it is. Because anybody that likes the same stuff that you like, I just, I, I apologize in advance because I was so excited. I was talking really fast and I was under like a time crunch and I wanted to get everything in and there was just no way I was going to do it. So hopefully we will talk again. But Jackie is our guest and I picked that Steal Your Sunshine mashup because Jackie, you don't know, I don't know if you guys know this, Jackie has her own, like she has a bunch of Spotify playlists and she posted one the other day and I was like, oh, I was like a 90s song and I love 90s songs and I checked it out and it's a great playlist, you guys. Okay, these are bangers. These are all bangers. Stay, I Missed You by Lisa Loeb, Torn, Natalie Imbruglia, You Learn, Alanis Morissette, Here's Where the Story Ends, The Sundays, Walking on Broken Glass, the Eurith- uh, Annie Lennox from the Eurythmics. As I Lay Me Down by Sophie B. Hawkins. Like this was, I mean, these were all songs. Remember back in the old days when you would watch cable and they would be like 40 classic hits. And it would be like I Love You Always Forever from Donna Lewis. If It Makes You Happy, Sheryl Crow. And finally, I saw Lens Steal My Sunshine, which was one of my favorite songs. By the way, and this is why I know I like Jackie. In this playlist, guess what? Mr. Jones by Counting Crows, my favorites. Hell yeah. So I had to throw that Jackie's way in tribute to Jackie Schimmel, which we'll hear in a moment. Uh, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. And then we actually have Abby, who I talked about last week, with her recounting of Ramona Singer cutting in front of her in line at BravoCon and then not paying her drinks. We talked to her friend for a brief minute last week, but she comes on for a quick 20 minute segment to talk about what it's like. And it's hysterical. I also did this in tribute to Jackie because she talks about Ramona in our interview. We talk housewives. We talk, I mean, she reveals something about Jennifer Lawrence in here. It was just, I I just had such a good time, like truly a great time talking to Jackie. Uh, so let's get into this. Uh, the things I wanted to say to you before that, though, of course, and this is kind of related to Jackie in a way because I know she loves Will and Grace so much. But unfortunately, we had to start off the week with with some horrible news. We had the passing of an icon today. Actor and comedian Leslie Jordan uh, passed away today and you know, we know him from Will and Grace, but especially over the pandemic, I, I was talking about this on a podcast with somebody today is just he was one of those people that kind of in that crazy time just made us all laugh like online. And there were a few people that just kind of made it a little less scary. And he was one of those. And he was enjoying one of the biggest moments of his career. And rest in peace, Leslie Jordan, you will never be forgotten. I wanted to say that really quick. Um, 
and he deserves much more of a tribute than that. And I hope everybody uh, is talking about this man for decades to come. Uh, also, uh, I wanted to point out, somebody pointed out, I was talking about uh, yesterday's episode, Brian Baumgartner, who plays Kevin on The Office. Um, I saw him in a Bravo party and somebody pointed out today the reason he was there. He, he grew up with Shep. And he's really good friends with Shep. And I was like, this is even crazy. Like, that's insane if that's true. Like, he went to the same school as Shep. Shep went to the same school as Kevin from The Office. Like, for some, I mean, there is more and more things that are happening out in the world these days that I'm like, there's no way this world is real. This is a complete simulation because that just does not make sense. It's not computing to me at all. Also, um, Andy Cohen today on his radio Andy show, we talked about this moment on Friday. Friday's Beverly Hills recap and yesterday with Sophie in regards to that moment with Garcelle and the recycling of the books of like, I actually sent a picture. Me, Lisa Rinna, Harry threw away a phone and we don't recycle. And it, that wasn't the point of the whole conversation. And then it turned to Erica, Andy and Rinna laughing about recycling. And they did a tight shot of Garcelle where you could just sense you know, the sadness and just like watching this bullshit. By the way, if you're new to the show and you're here just for Jackie, use the timestamps. You can skip right to her right now. I totally understand. Um, but, you know, we always have timestamps because these are long form, but today will be a little shorter. So on Radio Andy, he did actually apologize for that moment. And I always say Andy gets the, he really does he gets like kicked so much because even then I was like oh good like you never really see people apologize anymore do you notice that like none of us apologize we're like well the reason is or I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings but and then he's like hey I was wrong in that moment and I was like that's that's all I'm kind of looking for from people. If they're wrong, just apologize. I thought that actually was really big of them. So that, that I don't know. Anyways, let's get on to the show because I want to get you to write to Jackie, but I want to get you a warm up. This is a little appetizer right here. Uh, this is my friend, Abby, who I had known online for, for years through like, I guess, internet. <laughs> this is so sad. Internet groups and real housewives and reality show things. So I knew her and I got to meet her at BravoCon. And she told me this insane story about the night at Watch What Happens Live on Friday at BravoCon when Ramona did this horrific thing, and I thought this would be a good warm-up for Jackie. So here she is, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not going to reveal her last name, but her name is Abby, and uh, she makes me laugh because I've never, I, I'm sure Ramona was not counting on meeting somebody that just did not care to meet Ramona Singer at all. Ladies and gentlemen, I thought the best way to start today's show is a little bit of a story time. We talked about this story last week when I had the friend of my next guest explain a story from BravoCon that I was just like, the friend did it justice, but at the same time, when I got to talk to our next guest and she told me the story, it was even more bizarre and insane than I could have ever possibly imagined. But at the same time, completely what I would expect this person to do. But I wanted you to hear it straight from this person's mouth. And I know we're like a week out of BravoCon, but it is still with me. I'm carrying it around for the rest of my life. The story, of course, is about one Ramona Singer at Watch What Happens Live on Friday night. And our guest today is Abby. Welcome, Abby. How are you today? Hi, Ryan. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I mean, so... I don't let's get into this. So you came to my mixer and your friend did too. And your friend got there before you did. And she goes, Oh, my friend is the one 
that Ramona, like, you know, cut in front of and all the drink. You guys heard about this. I talked about it on the show multiple times and you probably heard about it is that she came from backstage and just all of a sudden acted like Ramona, like a complete jerk. But this directly, she dealt with you, right? She did. Can you she paint did. the picture for us? What you were at? Watch what happens I can. live. I can see it. I was. I watched what happens live, and it was on Friday night. It was the Legends Ball. I went with my friend Julie, who you spoke with, and we walked all the way up to the balcony. And then when I got up there, the line for the drinks was too long, so and long, I yeah. so long. Um, they were great people that worked there, but they took a long time to make drinks. Um, so I went all the way downstairs and I was just waiting in line and I started talking to two women next to me, one of whom was another Abby, the one from Real Moms yeah, from of Bravo. Real Moms of Bravo, yeah. It was awesome. She was yeah. so great. And she introduced herself and I said, Oh my, that's my name too, not putting two and two together. And then there was another girl named Katie who um actually knows my cousin because they both work at NBC. So we were standing there and the line took forever because the bartender. By the way, she's so right. You guys like they were taking like I've never like and this was even the whole weekend because at the Tom Sandoval show was the same thing. Like and they were really nice, but it was like molasses. It was like like, we were at a five star resort with Michelin stars. And every single cocktail <laughs> was, measured was out. going to be reviewed by uh, whoever the cocktail masters of the world are. I don't know. That's Tom, well, Tom Sandoval. And Tom, Tom Sandoval and Schwartz. Tom, yeah. Tom and Tom are going to come and evaluate it for their next book with Ariana and Dan. <laughs> so it was like that. And really, I'm a wine person or seltzer. And next time I think that they need just like a beer and wine line. And that's yeah, it because easy. yeah, at the, at the Sandoval show, we were there too. It Julie waited in line. It was like 45 minutes. By the time she me came too. back, I said, no, I got to go too. home. I got hit the wall. And that's when my home. bag got stolen while I was waiting yeah. 45 minutes to get it. Okay. So you're there okay. waiting, so forever. I'm in line. With I'm waiting forever while they're mixing drinks. Like, you know, we don't have anywhere else to be talking to Abby, talking to Katie and behind us actually was Heather McDonald and chef Stu who I just want to add, I don't know much about him, except he dates Jeff Lewis, I guess. I'm not sure why, but, um, and they were standing behind us and I was seeing Heather the next night. I have met her before. And so I said hello to her and to him because, and I asked them to please not order over Abby and me because we're both short and they're both very tall. And I Wait, also so you turned around to Heather and said, please don't order before me. I said, please do me. I said, nice to see you again. I'm sure she doesn't remember who I was, but you know, I'm one person. She's only one person and she meets millions of people. And I said, I have um, seen you tomorrow. I listen to you. You know, I've seen you in person yeah. before. I'm a supporter. You know, I've seen, like I've seen you around. Uh, please don't because we're too shorts and you're too talls. Don't over order, like over, over our heads. That's how much taller they were. This is that's then, like a Seinfeld episode. Don't over our heads. You're tall. I was and like, you were tall. I said, you're tall and we're small. So I was just like preparing because I knew that the line would be forever. Yeah, and I just want to put out there that Chef Stu, aside from you, of course, was like the most beautiful guy at BravoCon. <laughs> well, by the way, so I'm glad you said that. Chef Stewart handsome. will be on. Chef Stu will be on. So bad it's good. Very. Oh. We have been DMing the last week, and he will be on very, very soon. I know he and I don't play on the same team, but uh, I love him. And he was very nice. Took a picture with Abby. Nice. He is very nice. nice. I look forward to that. Okay. So we're waiting in line. It's very crowded. We crawl to the front of the line. I'm very excited. And 
unbeknownst to me, Julie's been texting me like, are you okay? What's going on? What's taking so long? I get to the front of the line and out of nowhere on my left rolls in like a tornado Ramona in the gold dress. And she comes running in. I didn't even see her out of the corner of my eye. And she was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I don't have a good accent for that. I really don't. So she's just like, she was a, a whirling dervish. She was like, just out of nowhere. Of trash that just rolled in during a storm. And so I looked over and I see it's her and I go, excuse me, ma'am, but there's a line. Wait, goes, wait, 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 wait. You know it's Ramona and you said, excuse of me, Of course ma'am. I know it's Ramona. I went to watch what happens. Actually, I excuse forgot. Excuse me, ma'am. I forgot to remind Julie that she and I went to watch what happens live um, like in three years ago and Ramona was one of the guests. And she was also kind of like rude on that show during the intermission. She just like played on her phone. Tracy Tudor was the other guest. She did not engage with her or really Andy who seemed kind of annoyed with her. So yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly by the way, Ramona's not playing a character. This is Ramona. This is Ramona. And I know that for a fact because clients, old clients of mine from like 10 to 12 years ago, all when, when Roni was like newer and kind of a bigger hit, they lived in the same building as her. And when they somehow it came up in a conversation and they were like, yeah, she lives in our building. I'm like, oh my God, tell me everything. And they go, everything you see on TV is what you would see in real life. And she was like that with Jill Zarin and they live in the same building now. Like she's just rude. She's rude. She's so rude. She just, I don't understand what goes on upstairs and I can't stand people like that. And when it's you just too like, late, by the way, it's too late to like, she's not going to change. Obviously. No, she's not. She's crossed the threshold when you get to be a certain age and I'm of a certain age, but I'm not there yet. But she's at an age where like, it, there's no turning It's around. done. So she it's pushes done. through you. Excuse me. Excuse pushes me, excuse through, me. And I say, yes. And I go, excuse me, ma'am. But there's a line and some of us have been waiting for 25 minutes in this line <laughs> to get our drinks. And she goes, oh, well, I have to go on stage in the next five minutes. And I go, I don't really care where you have to be. I've been waiting for 25 <laughs> minutes. And I'm thinking to myself, I just want my fucking drinks. And I'll like, get out of here. And other Wait, is, is well, Heather and Stu watching this right behind you? They were, but then they kind of like also went to the left and they kind of saw like the side bartender was sort yeah. of freed up. So yeah. they, you know, because when you're tall like that, you see different things. So <laughs> they had kind of moved over. So I'm sure that Heather and Stu probably saw Ramona come by, but they probably did not hear what happened with Ramona. I like Abby that there's I like that myself. there's an Ant-Man quality to this where you're acting like you're actually one foot tall. Like I met you, you're not <laughs> like insanely <laughs> short. Like no. I love that you're like the tall people had a totally different experience. You're not, I met her. You're not insane. I'm not, like, I'm not snooky, but I'm yeah. five two. You know, yeah. and I think when I met you, I might have been wearing sneakers. I don't remember, yeah. but I was trying to be com- I was trying to be comfortable. Um, so so she comes blown in and I said, I said all that to her. And then she goes, well, I have to go on stage in the next five minutes. And Abby sees all of this. And she was like, oh my God, Ramona, can we get a picture? And that's where the picture that she posted on Instagram. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Real from. moms of Bravo, you guys, you, the picture's up there. Yeah. She's awesome. So, um, so I'm, I'm like, well, I would think that they would have back, you know, alcohol and whatever you needed backstage, backstage for the talent, you know, and I put that in air quotes. And she goes, oh, wait, no, you no, did see- the wait. you did the air quotes in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I oh, doubt wow. she saw it because she doesn't really see anything that she not doesn't her. want to yeah. see. Yeah. Not yeah. about her or not favorable to her. Yeah. I was like, you would think for the talent that they would have <laughs> backstage provisions or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And Abby goes, yeah, Ramona, why don't you just be, why aren't you just drinking your Pinot Grigio? 
And she goes, oh my God, my Pinot Grigio, it's so fattening. I stopped drinking it and I just lost eight pounds. She goes, I lost eight pounds. Can't you tell? And I looked at her, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and actually I will say one nice thing about Ramona, when I, when I went to watch what happens live a couple of years ago, she, when she does that walk, the famous modeling walk years ago. Yeah. With the eyes. Yeah. She comes off as very blocky. Like she looks kind of walks like a robot and she's always, she does that normally in all the other uh, series there. I mean, all the other um, seasons, but in person, she's actually kind of small. She's, she's not, she doesn't come off as blocky, but. um, So wait, wait. So that's kind of a nice thing to say, right? She doesn't come off as blocky in person. Yeah. I mean, that's nice. That's it. So you're, I'm saying it's not all mean things you're saying. That's a nice thing. She's not as blocky in person. I mean, she did block me access <laughs> to my drinks. But yes, but she doesn't come off like this, like okay, yeah, fo- football she ha- player she walk has, type. She has. A body. I wouldn't say. Okay. I wouldn't say she's graceful, but um, no. okay. So anyway, so Abby says that to her about the drinks. She mentioned she lost eight pounds. Did we notice? I'm like, no, I'm not looking at that. And she was like, she's like, I want. And also, her order was not a simple like Pinot Grigio. It was like kind of a vodka and tonic and three limes twisted this way, blah blah blah. And I think Abby asked her carcass out. Oh my god, uh, Abby! I know. And so, and she was like, "What?" And I go, "Oh my god, it's not even like you could ask for just like a simple glass of wine." Like she wanted this whole drink, and so I just looked at her. I was like, "You're really unbelievable." She's like, "What? What?" I go, "It's just really, really, you know." really rude and entitled behavior to cut in front of all these people that are waiting just because you think you have somewhere like, you know, you have to be that's so yeah, like, by the way, the rest you, of you really did say this to her. You guys like, you're I like, said like, it like to her face. people always say like, Oh, I said that in my mind. You said that to her face, Ryan, I have run out of fucks and it's been a long time since I had any left in the bag to give. So I didn't care. And also it was like sensory overload in that place. It was, you know, it's, it really it was, was a, you guys. It was like it loud like, noise in, but yeah, yeah, big line, long lines, a lot of stimulation, and like I like, I love going. I live here, so I love going to Madison Square Garden. I'm fine with that, but there are like two bars, you know, at the Garden. You you can run around that place and find hidden bars, like I'm sure you could at yeah. Staples Center or whatever they call exactly. it. Exactly. I was just at Forum. There was bars everywhere. Yeah. Before I've been to the Forum. Yes, bars everywhere. So. So anyway, I said all this to her face and she seemed like it kind of clicked for a second. Like, oh shit, I was, you know, did something wrong. She goes, well, what's your name? I go, you don't need to know my name. And she goes, well, what do you want? What do you need? I go, I need you to get your butt out of the line <laughs> and to wherever it is you need to be. Like, I knew, of course I knew she was, but I was kind of acting like I didn't. And about, like, I really didn't care. Even though, yeah, I did buy tickets to go see this actual show. Yeah. So I mean, kind of hypocritical, but, um, and she was like, why don't you give me your, um, your name and I'll write you and I'll send you stuff. Or, and I was like, I don't want anything from you. Send goes, you well, so what is she going to send you? Like a fab think, like, fit fun box? Like, what is your, like, I, like, I think just like our ageless by Ramona or Wait, some didn't she of, also ask yeah. for your Instagram handle or something like that? She did. And I said, you don't need to know any of that. And she goes, well, why <laughs> don't you DM me and I'll send you what you want. What do you want? I think she wanted to send me a gift to say, I'm sorry, I was rude. And I cut in the line and I go, I don't want anything from you, Ramona. What I want is for you to get your drinks and to get out of here. And she was like, wait, no, is the really, bartender picking up on any of this? No, because they were so focused Busy, on making yeah. the greatest cocktail of their life. <laughs> <laughs> and 
you got to remember, this is New York. You know, we want to keep moving forward. Yeah. We're always keep it moving. moving forward. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. We're nice. City that never here. sleeps. Let's go. We don't sleep, but we keep it moving all the time. So um, anyway, she got the drinks. She left. In the meantime, she did take the picture with Abby. Then she left. And the bartender just looked at Abby and me and he goes, wait a minute. She didn't pay for her drinks. Mother. And, wow. Yeah. She just took the drinks and left. And so. Abby, real moms, was like going to be nice about it, and she was like, "Oh, well, I could pay for the drinks." Um, Abby, no, no, she didn't. She didn't end up doing it, and the because okay. the bartender, the and I go, um, there might be some people in this room that I actually would have covered the drinks for, but uh, that person is not Ramona, and I'm like, well, that was Ramona Singer. I was like, it's, it's like tattletaling. I'm like, do you know who that was? And the guy goes, I don't know who anybody is. He didn't know who she was, so she probably assumed that he knew she was like, you know, air quotes talent, but um, she just ran off. because. But it wasn't like, by the way, even if that was, it wasn't like they had a deal with the bartenders where Bravo talent could come up and get free drinks at this place. It wasn't that kind of place. Not that I'm aware of. You would think that that all happened backstage. So anyway, he left, she left, she stiffed him. And I explained who she was. And then, and I was like, do you want me to like, post this into the social media. So like maybe somebody would see it from Bravo and come back and pay you or whatever. And he was like, no, it's okay. Um, so I think Abby, I know I did like gave him a little bit extra tip because I felt bad for See, him. this and is I'm Ramona. Like, you're doing this again. This is exactly what you did on the show and you do it in real life. And yeah. the world is not like, the world is not built around Ramona Singer. And I kept just thinking yeah. when you told me this, when we met, I was like, this would have been a perfect scene on Real Housewives of New York. Like you could see this scene happening. Like we've seen this happen before and you would think she would be on like maybe a little bit more of like her best behavior since she's not on the show anymore. And since she's around Andy and it's just not there, like it just doesn't compute. I think she thinks she's like Vicky Gumbelson, like untouchable. I'm an OG um once you get over a certain age you know you just don't really care about anything like my mom's like that she'll roll through a stop sign and I'm like listen um there's a stop sign there for a reason woman and she's like I'm an old lady I can do what I want I'm like, oh my God. you know that doesn't apply to traffic rules all right like hey guys wanna- uh where, where does your mom live by the way I just want to give a warning to any listeners uh in the yeah, area where I your mom is she's, like she's she's somewhere roaming around Connecticut as okay. far as I Be know careful out there you guys well so yeah. I mean this happens seriously the senior I love citizens it. think traffic rules don't apply to them and Ramona my mom is at that age too, where she just says like, well, no, yeah. it's fine. I do what I, I, I do what I want. Do what I want. Or she'll say something. I'm like, that's kind of rude. She's like, I don't really care. I'm old, you know? And I, I can see, I can see that kind of happening with me too, but it's like, you still have to have respect for other people. I mean, but. I love whatever. that Abby got a picture and you did, you were that, you were like, I don't want Ugh. a picture. You were like, oh, I don't want to pick. And by I, way, I still would have, I still would have wanted the picture. Too. Yeah. I mean, no. um, so I, okay. So just, just to recap, you guys, she comes out of nowhere. She cuts a huge line mm-hmm. and then she doesn't pay for the drinks. And our hero, Abby here <laughs> tells her off <laughs> That's the last thing I and Ramona myself. doesn't even like Ramona just says, I'll try. I want to send you some perfume maybe but you even refuse to give your address like to me this is a folk hero you are a folk hero this is exactly this is the kind of person (laughs) this you did a great service for everybody because now 
she might think maybe next time because everybody is used to like they just let her do this shit and you didn't. I mean, if there's I'm any so hope clap. left in so the world, clapping. maybe she would have learned something. But I am, I'm just not rolling with that same level of positivity that you are, or the high expectation that you have of her, because she's <laughs> always been like this from the uh, first time I ever heard it from somebody who actually knew her. She's always way, been this way, Abby. I, I, you know, I've known Abby online for a long time. It was the first time I met her in person, and she is just, she is, you can tell, no nonsense. She came to our mixer the next day, and she was telling me this story. And I go, "How'd you enjoy BravoCon today?" She goes, "I didn't go. I watched The Watcher all day." And I was like, <laughs> "And I go, oh, I go, how many episodes you got left?" She goes, "Oh, I finished it." Like she did. She go, I was like, "You were, you didn't want to go to BravoCon?" She's like, "No, I'm good. I wanted to watch The Watcher. I'm going to Heather McDonald tonight." I know I was kind of lame because I did have a three day pass, but thankfully, because I live here, I didn't have to pay for a hotel and flight and all that kind of stuff. So I skipped on Saturday because I started watching the watcher and it's really good. (laughs) Is there anything that we think that you want to say to the general Bravo public? Um, I think one thing I wanted to say is I went by myself for, uh, two of the days back in 2019 to the first BravoCon, And then a friend came with me on the third day she was up visiting. And this year I went with my friend who ended up kind of going by herself because I'm like, yeah, I'll get down there. I'll get down there. And then the and, watcher you know, happened. Then and the like, watcher happened yeah. for all those people out there that were afraid to come because they didn't want to come by themselves. There's no reason not to be afraid. There's so many people that came by themselves. I waited yeah. in line by myself. My friend was there and I was waiting in line and I met the other Abby. I met this girl, Katie. You, met so, you, you meet know. so many cool people. You do. What, I, w- I was saying the same thing. I was like, I was so, I felt so blessed to like me. I mean, the only asshole we met was Ramona, I guess. Exactly. Like, really. I'm telling you, this is why we need to make housewives wear GoPros. Even if they're off season, even if they're on pause, we just... I'm not for like putting like things like microchips in people, but I feel like with Housewives or even Dorinda, anybody on pause, we need to put some kind of GoPro on them. And I would pay like, you know how like, I mean, we're paying like on like Instagram now. You can pay for like exclusive subscriber footage. I would pay $10 a month to get a watch a GoPro of Ramona 24 7. Like, are you kidding me? I totally would. Anyways, I thought that was a nice warm up. Thank you, Abby. Uh, because our next guest, uh, we talk about Ramona, um, the good, the bad, the ugly. Plus, we talk about Beverly Hills and all of this stuff. Uh, she is just great. I was listening to her podcast last week and I was just kind of blown away because she just monologued it and I was like wow I might pay to watch this on Broadway or even off Broadway but it would be like a hit off Broadway show and she's just doing this at the drop of a hat like how inspirational is that I just I was just hoping that I could keep up with her and uh, I talk really quick in this uh, just to warn you, so slow your podcasting speed down if you need to. But I was having the time of my life, and I didn't want it to end because she was just great. Um, she didn't need to do this, folks, but she did, and I'm really appreciative. And I'm really glad that I now know Jackie Schimmel. So from the Bitch Bible, the podcast that you already know and love, uh, but if you don't know and love it, go check it out immediately. The one, the only, Jackie Schimmel. 
Welcome back to iHeartRadio. So bad it's good. Guys, uh, you're going to have to slow down your podcast speed on this because I'm literally so excited. I'm about to shit myself. Uh, in my yes. melatonin nightmares last night, I dreamed I would bomb this so hard. I'm about to talk <laughs> to one of the most successful podcasters, humorous, number one musical artist on iTunes. Her song, Bitch, is number one. Lives in Calabasas with the male love of her life, her dog, Leo, and another guy she's married to. You might have recently seen her on Jackie or heard her on Jackie Schimmel unhinged on serious which i hope is coming back and you know her of course from the bitch bible since 2015 jackie shimmel how the heck are you wow that was <laughs> i mean my nipples got hard i'm gonna oh, slide I, off this leather sofa I, that was that i've was been so in nice. acting i've been in acting class for like months just prepping that speech it was a monologue i used for yale yeah you um, fucking nailed it Okay, so let's just get into it because you have limited time. Um, you have to go to a gender reveal after this, correct? Is it yours? Unfortunately, not. Uh, actually, unfortunately, <laughs> no. Unfortunately, yes, it's not mine. That's fortunately, it's not mine. Unfortunately, I still have to go to a gender reveal. Yes. Um, I know we don't know each other, but I, the the fallacy of podcasting and Instagram is that I feel like we do. Like, I feel like you're a Sims character sometimes and I'm watching you <laughs> and you're drinking a martini and I'm like, oh, I want to drink a martini. And then one time, like we had DM'd a couple times about El Pollo Loco, which I'm a huge oh. fan of. Right. Like ride or die. Unbelievable. The one. Do you live in L.A.? Yeah. 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 OK. So why the fuck don't we make that happen? I'll make I'm, this road cocks. I'm literally right outside your house right now. Like, if there's a way you could let me in. That's yeah, yeah. That, that's come yeah. on in. <laughs> um, we need to go to El Pollo Loco together because you know I have like a whole El Pollo Loco geography like rundown. The Valley El Pollo Locos are the best. Chatsworth, not great, but the one on the way to Lamps Plus is great. <laughs> Wait, I, you think I think I'm I joking, totally. I'm not. No, I'm not. And believe me, because I have such a sad story that I, I like. I kind of told this to Jackie. I used to like fucking taking Tupperware to El Pollo Loco to take their. No, I know it's tacky. I'm not a classy guy. Look at you. Like, look at me. I have fucking Tom Girardi's lingerie back here hanging up. This is sad. It's sad. No, honestly, I'm so jealous, and I am a tacky ass bitch. I. I so you just bring your Tupperware and then you load up at the. Well, no, this is. Back in the day, it was just that they had those four salsas and like those little cups. It's hard to. So I was like, why not just do a bigger thing? And I would wait yeah. for the employees to look the other way and I would load the Tupperware. And then I got caught once because I left my phone at the salad, the salsa bar. And I had mm. to come all the way back. And the lady was like, oh, oh no. we knew it was you because you were loading up on the salsa. And I'd never felt it was horrible. Are you into philanthropy or like charity work? I, I am the charity work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not, but I am <laughs> trying to, uh, I have a change.org campaign for El Pollo Loco to bring back the barbecue black beans. They used to have a barbecue black bean burrito that was like, it and it was only like a dollar. It was like a dollar 50 or a dollar 99. You could get three of those and it just put, just pour mountains of salsa on it. It is so sad. What I mean, if we I could, so yeah, we minutes. just do a whole. What if we episode? talk forty five minutes about El Pollo Loco? I swear to God, this isn't an advertisement. I could, I could, um, I could run down all the side dishes. Uh, okay, so uh, established that we're both awesome people. But wait, you eat yes. El Pollo Loco in your car, but when I and you're like an icon. But when I eat it, I'm sad, and my family wants to move back, make me move back <laughs> home. Like I don't get it. <laughs> you know, life is about juxtapositions. So <laughs> I. I like hot boxing my car. I like all the fumes of my filth 
in the upholstery. It's like, you know, Carol King had tapestry and I just have like, <laughs> wait, <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going with this. No, but... no, no. I want to see where you land. Keep going. Land somewhere. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to land this plane. Carol King had her tapestry. Mm-hmm. Jackie Schimmel has ponzu sauce in her leather upholstery. It's like the same fucking thing. It's like shows where I've been and where I'm going. You know, ponzu, it's a, salsa. It's a, it's a roadmap to your life. Like it, yeah. if, if these walls could talk, right? You know, but uh, exactly. Yes. Wait, but then sometimes I've literally seen you eat seafood in your car. Like I swear to All God, the there was one time you, I think you were eating like oysters next to your husband in your car. I was like, what's going oh, on yeah. here? Oh yeah. During COVID, we, that was like our big outing. We would go to Malibu Broad Street and get some oysters to go. And then we would just park and, and eat. It was all we had. I mean, we were really, <laughs> it, was all, it was such a time you guys, the pan- such pandemic, a time. it was crazy. Uh, um, yeah. What do you think is in that fucking salad dressing that Olivia Wilde made for Harry Styles? I mean, she originally made it for Jason Sudeikis. You're an amazing chef from what I see on IG. What do you think is in that thing? Okay, well, she posted some type of recipe. I don't know if she was being funny or it was a satire or whatever. I was very underwhelmed by the Dijon heavy salad dressing recipe. Personally, I like a hit of acid. You know, lots of people will just rely on a red wine vinegar or white wine vinegar. I find that to be very sophomoric and amateur hour. You got to hit it with a fresh citrus. You just have to. <laughs> but it seems like the great Poupon could be like hard on Harry's stomach too. Like that seems like a could stir something up in a way. Yeah. uh, You know, you don't want to get so frisky after a Dijon heavy salad. I, one would think. Um, If you're writing watermelon sugar and then you're going to Dijon, that is not like the, it's not a, um, you love the housewives as much as I love the housewives. I do. I only have so much time with Jackie. That's why I'm rushing. But it, it, what did you think this weekend of the insanity that was on Instagram in terms of BravoCon, because I was listening to you talk about it and it it must've been extreme from an Instagram point of view. It was a lot. It was a lot. I mean, I was jealous when I saw Chrissy Teigen roll through in the sky tops because I have been holding on to my sky top. It is a salmon colored sky top from 2007 that I basically spent my entire like bat mitzvah fund to buy one sky top <laughs> and I won't get rid of it because I'm like waiting for the opportunity to wear it in front of Vicki Gunvalson. But then I go back and forth. Cause I'm like, I don't want to fly too close to the sun, which is why yeah. I would not attend BravoCon. I can't, I need these women at a healthy distance for me personally. That's Smart just moves. my journey. I want, I don't want to like break the fourth wall, you know? Oh, Jackie, it got so completely broken this weekend that I felt like I was like, I was like, I almost was like, I should die right now. And that way next year they'll do like a tribute to me or something like they'll play like sad music at BravoCon. But I was like, why I'm watching Lisa Barlow, like neck with her husband in a corner and of like this party. And then you turn over here and Heather DeBros talking to Tamara and Freddie Mellencamp's trying to get somebody to talk to her. It was like all way too much. And I'm, I'm sick. Um, Yeah. I mean, I liked it from a distance. It was a lot to metabolize for me. Um, I, I started foaming at the mouth with the legends ball. Like it's just, it's just, well, you said you heard, you said you heard, this is unsubstantiated rumor that I'm going to substantiate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vicki Gunvalson peed on stage. 
I, you know. Did you hear that Vicky G peeped? <laughs> like, because I saw her on Sunday night at an after party and she did look relieved. So I don't know if that, what day was this? Okay. I heard a rumor that one of the housewives who was in sequence in the back row pissed on stage. <laughs> and. After <laughs> gathering some information, some intel, first I thought it would be Sonia Morgan, but she wasn't on, she wasn't in the back, back row. She was like in the front. Wait, where was Ramona? That's a very good question. Now well, you're Ramona doing your would be, fucking num- job. This num- is called journalism. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys happy now? I finally am switching to hard news. Like I, um, <laughs> it could be Ramona. I mean, I just kind of assumed it was Vicky and I don't oh, know if that's assume- fair. Wow. This Listen, whole time, this I think I Ramona do. would be the obvious choice. And think about that poor Watch What Happens Live employee that has a cleanup on commercial breaks. <gasps> like, it's just like there's just a rag, some kind of like sponge or something. Sorry, you guys. Um, yeah. Are you caught up on Beverly Hills this season? Did okay, you watch so last this night? Is- no, this is what I do. I save my stories because I have um, my cheap fuck of a husband cut the live cable. So we have spectrum. Wait, you is can- that with the the yard work he was doing outside that he screwed up the he was he wanted the view? Is that how he cut the cable? No, I wish that oh, would be a better okay. fucking story. Okay. He, when we moved into our new house, he got rid of, we, we have like some, uh, we don't need to get into my cable services. Cause that's a great <laughs> podcast fodder. But basically <laughs> I have to wait till nine o'clock to watch it. <laughs> so it's too late for me. I used to have Eastern feed, whatever. So I save it. And I typically watch them on Thursdays with a very frothy martini. So I haven't seen last night's episode, but like I can pretend. I oh listen. yeah, yeah. You, you didn't you didn't miss anything that you are you can already tell the plot points from Instagram. And we've seen Rena do this bit for years and years. But I wanted to know where you stand on Lisa Rena. If you're all mm-hmm. if you're allowed legally to say where you stand on Rena. Well. I can say whatever the fuck I want. I think I've that's that. what I'm talking. <laughs> Wait, by the way, Jackie, I looked to the right like I had somebody like over here with the sound effect machine. I'm like, hey, that's what we're talking about, right? Hit the button, yeah. Hit the button, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. I listen. This is going to be unpopular. Oh, I believe no. Lisa Rinna, but yeah. I stand with Kathy. That's exactly it. Kathy Hillman had th- a fucking shit fit, like completely. But all of those I, ladies have. I do not think Lisa Rinna is lying. I think everything she's saying is the truth. I just think her agenda has put so many people off because it's such a, it's such a conniving agenda. One that we've seen too many times. It's lost its luster. She did it with Denise. It's lost it's, its luster. It's like the Halloween movies. How many more fucking Halloween movies are there going to be? My, we get it. He comes back and kills people. Like, right. Rena, it's just like a copy of a copy. And the thing she lied about, though, is she lied about this being, she was like, I've never seen anything like this ever in my life. And there's just no way that's true. This girl has lived horror for like 10 years, Lisa Rinna. Just no way. Exactly, exactly. So that's like the the theatrics and just the, the agenda. I think that she could have, I wish I could have had a talk with her beforehand and been like, What would you have said? I'd be like, this, how you play this is your full destiny as a housewife. Because if you <laughs> deliver this message in a cool, <laughs> calm, collected way. Yes, yes, yes. 
then it's going to pack a punch. Then these bitches are going to be like, fuck Kathy. You, you look like an amazing friend. You look like, a, you know, a pillar of the community, but the way that she delivers information is so theatrical that it loses all of its gumption. Yeah. It's like an anvil every time she opens her mouth, but not a powerful yeah. one. It's like one of those toy ones. And I just think it's completely ridiculous that you're going to watch this tonight, Jackie. And you're like, Garcelle holds herself with such like stillness that what I actually get, I get scared of her when she gets mad. She's still Rinna flops up and down like a Muppet. And I'm yeah. like, there's no, there's no fear there anymore. Like, I don't, I don't trust her. She's not a reliable narrator. Even if she is, is telling the truth, which she totally. is. I don't care. It's so true. I've learned a lot from Lisa Rinna. You know, even in like my own marriage, I used to be, I mean, I'm still batshit, but I, by used the way, to I, I love that you're uh, in my marriage in the first decade of my marriage. It was, it was tough, but we found our way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like when, once I like decided that I was going to kick up the crazy in my union, like, I mean, I was throwing shit. I was screaming. It's totally lost its impact at this point. So now I'm like, oh, I got to go like full stoic Stonewall Jackson and just fucking. Yeah. Like I switch up, switch up the tactic. That's exactly it. That Dude, and her husband, you guys, her husband is like. She'll be there watching TV and he's doing like workouts and stuff like that in the fucking room with her on like, oh, yeah. he's like doing push-ups and all that stuff. It always bums me out. Cause I'm like, I should be not watching this on Instagram. Um, okay. Yeah. So Beverly Hills, what do you think about Erica Jane? Just to hit the big ones. Ooh, Erica Jane, Erica Classy. Jane. She's, also, uh, she's oh, doing too much for me also. Um, but we need her. I don't think. Why do we, with- why do we need, why do we need her? Maybe we don't. Um. <laughs> redemption, wait, redemption arc? I mean, do you want to see her? Di- she talks about like, I get dick. I get dick all the time. But we never see it. Do you want to see her date? So true. I would like to see, I would like to see her out on the town pulling dick. I would like that. Um, <laughs> would you like a tour? Kind of. I. I don't know. Maybe they have run their, you know, time. I'm not sure. But like, I don't like cast shakeups historically speaking i'm not down for that like i i like the i like to give housewives the opportunity to blossom because they always do yes you need i think there should be a rule that every housewife even diana jenkins deserves two seasons off the bat i mean i I just i agree I mean, kind of like, even though I don't love Diana at all, I still think we, I still don't think we can know really anything about a person until two seasons in to see if they relax into it at all. I think that Sutton has been a bit of a breakout star recently. Yes. And wouldn't, this is so sad that I'm like, oh my God, yes. Last season, I thought she would have turned tail after the dressing down that Erica Jane gave her at every oh, event, yeah. but she came in strong and she was like, I'll say, I'll say, I don't care about, you know, Erica Jane. Like she was like all in Erica Jane's face. And I was kind of proud of her. I like it. And I like the camaraderie between her and Garcelle. I mean, Garcelle is a queen in my guiding light. Like she I really mean, is. She really holds it the fuck down. She has like all of the, she's got like the same spirit and energy. Remember Bethany before she turned into a fucking psychopath? Yeah, where she was in control and control of the narrative, but still stirred up things. Yeah, Garcelle can still stir up things. 
she was in it, but also in on the joke. So yeah. like, as a viewer, we all loved Bethany so much because she was like, these bitches are crazy. Like she didn't break the fourth wall, but we were like, we have someone on our side in the mix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's still with us. We've still got a glimmer behind the eye. Garcelle has that. And I think she's going to hold on to it. Bethany Frankel, can we just talk about that for dude, a second? Dude, what is going on, dude? Like, do you think in 10 years, Garcelle's going to be doing embarrassing TikToks? No. Of like, Andy, what's going on? I had it up at Bravo. I was like, wait a sec. I thought the point of being a millionaire is so you don't have to do shit like that. Like, why are you doing this? I don't understand. Why are you doing this? And by the way, she's not a fucking chef. She's a cook. And if Kelly Ben Simone was ever to have her rising Phoenix moment, <laughs> she needs to get on TikTok and stop doing her sad little real estate tours. And she needs to do side by sides of Bethany's shit ass recipes and be like, I told y'all she's not a fucking chef. She's a cook and she's barely a cook. Or put a GoPro on her and just watch run the streets. I would pay like an I would pay a monthly fee to have a GoPro attached to Kelly Ben Simone running through New York. Unbelievable. Yeah, just running with the cars. I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> you iconic. Imagine the, the magic. It's like Avatar with James Cameron, but with Kelly Ben Simone. It's like motion I, capture. It's like a video game almost. Oh my God. It would be unbelievable. <laughs> but I think Bethany, it really started when she started singing. That was like about a year and a half ago when yeah. she just started into camera harmonizing with like fucking Diana Ross or whoever she was singing or like Kesha. And I'm like, does anybody need to see you sing at length, like top 40 bops in the car. We don't. Never even thought about it, to be honest with you. Like I never, it wasn't even a thought in my mind of like, I wonder if that Bethany Frankel can sing, you know, like. Oh, some people just really can't dim the lights. And it makes me question everything I thought I knew because I like rode so hard for her. And now I'm like, this woman has fully lost her fucking mind. But don't you love that and it's scared about the same way the people that we ride so hard for like we usually yes. end up switching at some point and I think that's kind of the magic of these shows is that I started by liking Rinna for the first couple of seasons and now I'm like I can't stand like it is so like 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 just slap me already this get it over with I just want this done let me out of my misery. It's too, it's too contrived. It's too, uh, she's, you know, when housewives do this, this is when they lose it. When they start trying to produce or they start trying to interfere with like the natural chemistry or plot line, she's trying too hard. And it's like reverse universal psychology, like do less always. Yeah. That is the mantra. Like just do fucking less. <laughs> I feel like you're directly talking to me and that's really upsetting. Like, I mean, it's like, I, no, you're right though. Um, do less. Uh, <laughs> Everyone at home, lower the bar. Guys, I know you're at Give work up right on your now. dreams. Just don't work. It's fine. Lower they, they the just, volume. Yeah. Um, Metaphorically, I mean, yeah. When did you, uh, where did you meet your husband? I met my husband at a bar. Oh, wow. Which, uh, Viper Room? Like a sad, no, no, no unfortunately. Sa saddle Ranch? Like, oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I was on the bull crushing was... Coors Light, whipping my hair extensions around. <laughs> no, I met him at like an Irish like pub that I had to sneak into with a, like, I wasn't even of age. And my best friend, um, when we were like five, he introduced us because they oh, went to perfect. college together. Um, yeah. Well, I was just saying that because 
you'll see in tonight's episode, there's a moment where uh, PK had hit on Erica Jane like a long time ago. What, mm-hmm. you know, and I know this is nobody truly cares, but what are your thoughts on PK? Cause he, I feel like he started really low and he's kind of built himself up. He's like, Punta Mita, that's where you go. He really pops in his scenes now. What do you yeah. think about PK? I mean, as far as house husbands go, like I'm very unattracted. If we're talking sexually, um, I'm, I'm actually Jackie. I was, I wasn't. Yeah, I just, let's yeah, just yeah, now. Yeah. I'm just taking the reins. What do you here. think he's? What do you think he's working with down there, Jackie? Yeah, I'm j- just very unattracted, just spiritually, emotionally, and sexually to men that want to be on camera. I know, like house husbands. Like yes. I just find it to be. It's uncomfortable for me. I have a husband that would sooner shove a dull sushi knife up his anal cavity than like do anything on Instagram. Um, he's yeah, he very, never looks he never looks psyched. He always just looks not he refuses to, be there. to speak. Yeah, like yeah. he won't speak. I love he, it. Yeah. It's you know, it's his journey, and I I actually <laughs> like it about him, but PK, I I kind of like PK. I don't know why. Like, I like his whole like English vibe. Like a pomp. And so, you know, he's really proud of boy George and he's really proud of, you know, like his friendship with Maurizio and giving him ugly Versace belts. Like, I like that kind of prop work. He doesn't offend me that much, which is odd. And I've met Dorit and she was so lovely that it like really disarmed me. So now I'm just like ride or die for Dorit. Dorit gets a pass for me. Like, I don't care. Like she totally. doesn't have to do anything. Also that fucking kid Phoenix is a star. Like that a kid will, re- star. that kid will replace Dorit one day. And it's going to be sad because it like the daughter's going to have to become the, the teacher, like the, the teacher. Like, it's going to be sad. Like get the F out. It's my turn now. You know, Dorit doesn't get messy. And even when she's playing like Switzerland, which, you know, housewives 101 typically pisses off the viewer when but she does it very honestly and i think that she genuinely doesn't want to have problems with people but isn't afraid to defend herself i think she does it right she she hovered at too low of a volume for me this season i want yeah all caps to reach she was going through a hard time i totally give her a pass but even when she's giving us nothing she's giving us everything aesthetically and for that we celebrate her and that's and then I'm saying it. If you add in the kids, I I give her a pass this season. Definitely comes back next season. Period. Um, I actually listened to your serious uh, radio show. Is it coming back by chance, or is that a horrible question to ask? Or would, uh, no, did it, you like the experience? Okay, I thought historically speaking, I don't like anything. Like I like podcasting. Television makes me want to die in a fire. Um, we'll <laughs> never do it. I can't. I hate it more than anything in the entire world. Not lovely to say, but let it be known. Uh, radio, I, I enjoy, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Like way more than I thought it is a different animal. It is live. Yeah. It is five, four, three, two, one. Colors. Here she fucking goes. Yeah. Um, Sirius XM needs to pay me what I deserve. And I think <laughs> they're cheaping out. And if they pay me what I deserve, 
then I, then maybe I'll be on Sirius. Okay. That's perfect. Yeah. They're kind of like the MTV where everybody like MTV had a really low budget on everything. Like they, yeah. you know, people think like the Jersey short cast was rich. They were making like 5,000 per episode at their like high, like one of their biggest seasons ever. Okay. Um, yeah. that's, that's good to know. Um, mm-hmm. in 2015, when you started this, who was, who were your heroes? Like was uh, there anybody Stern. else? Me too. Yeah. Like Howard that was, Stern. that's the guy for me. That's I still the guy. Listen. Totally. And it's so funny because he hates podcasters and I totally oh, get it. New asshole. I think we kind of deserve it because there's just too many of us. Yeah. No, and we it, all don't belong. I know. No, no. I feel like they should give out licenses or the government should step in at some point. And yes. I'm not big government, but I feel like on this one, it would be okay. 1000%. I totally, I really respect his opinion on that. I kind of agree. Um, you know, when I started podcasting, I have to tell you, there were like four podcasts. Like there were no podcasts. It was you, so and, like, you and NPR and This American Life. And yeah, yeah. There, it was so funny because I had zero pre-existing platform. And I remember like coming out with my podcast and it like charted the first week, but I was like, I'm on the charts. And they're like, yeah, you dumb bitch. There's only fucking 10 (laughs) shows. Of course you're going to chart. It's one of 10. You're number 10. So I was like, whoa, like what? Like this is hard, big fucking whoop. And I was so, so bad at it. Like really bad. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, uh, but like you've stayed all this time and you've actually stayed on top and you like there are more people that. I will go through my Instagram stories. It'll be like, oh my God, Jackie killed it today. Like you guys, I was listening That's to the episode nice. this week and she fucking monologued it. And you said that was unedited. You didn't, you didn't don't, ever hit I stop. Don't, uh, this one, I hit stop at around 38 and then I went pee and then I finished it. You guys, I paused, she, she, she but started- I don't edit. She started with what I started with uh, this week with fuck Kanye West. And like, it was fuck like this guy. beautiful fuck him. Like, honestly, fuck him. But then she goes, 
hard left. And she goes, my husband made me watch the watcher this week. And I was like, whoa, I was walking to get a soda. And I was like, I almost got hit by a car. Cause I was like, that was really a hard left. They always are. Let me tell you something. There are no smooth transitions. It's very, it's, it's pretty clunky. <laughs> well, no, I got, and then it's sometimes, pretty clunky. sometimes I'll think she's doing an ad read and she's actually just, it's part of her bit. I was like, I was like, you were talking oh, about your like nether regions. And I was like, here comes oh. the female product. And then it no. wasn't. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> sometimes I listen. I'm like, I think I need to be like medicated or something. Cause I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how we got here. Like, it is fully off the rails, but it's fun. I feel real good after. I feel like I'm just, I've just unloaded. But see, with you, it's like, this is all I have, Jackie. Like, you know how to cook. You know how to decorate. Like, I see, like, how sick are the people at Home Depot of you right now? Because it seems like you're there or some sort of, like, like I, you are I do doing your love, house. I love the Home Depot. It's sick. I, first of all, I am so gorgeous at my local Home Depot. Like, you know, I'm in LA, I would say 7.5 with makeup. I can like roll to an eight in good lighting. But when I'm at the fucking Valley Home Depot, you've never, like, I've never received such attention. As is, a it like, is it like cheers? Do they scream out norm when you come in? Is it like, it's like I'm, I'm like getting cocked in the cocking aisle. Like I am getting like full. It's unbelievable. I have never been asked out more than at the really? Home Depot. I have been asked. Wait, you out. get hit. You get hit on at the Home Depot. Oh yeah. I've been asked out three times. Humble brag. Three times. Same guy, same guy, but three times. Same one. He's <laughs> yeah, blind. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Loves yes, my voice. <laughs> Loves my voice. Uh, like my neighbor only has one arm. It's fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, I listen. The amputees, they gravitate towards me. I don't know what to fucking tell you. I'm a beacon yeah. of the amputee community. You can cut that out you, if you'd like. You're a light. Um, yeah. Or please don't. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really do like the Home Depot. It's sick. I like, I like a project. I can't. By the way, if you could see the way she's gritting her teeth when she does that, like I was like, it's like very intense. I love Um, it. uh, Also, I this is see because you're also like I read a lot of self help books, and I think you do too, or you're into that kind of world in a certain way. Like, no, I mean, like you did a guided meditation over the pandemic. I mean, I I did. That helped a lot of people. Yeah, I think there are probably a large (laughs) amount of people that are institutionalized because I was like, jump. Give up on your dreams. It's only getting worse. Your friend's taking you to like a a wellness retreat therapy thing this summer. You were talking about, I was like, is this like the vow? Like, are you going to a cult thing? Is this like Nixie? I mean, it might be like nine perfect strangers. I don't know. I have a lot of bougie friends that have gone to this week long therapy retreat that's supposed to change your life. The food's supposed to be great. They take your cell phone. I'm like, I'll case your one in my vagina. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> and practicing. yeah, oh, I will. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I've got plenty of room <laughs> now. Plenty. Yeah. It's not that my <laughs> vagina is wide. I just want to get this out because I feel like I talk about like putting tampons in by choosing. No, I listen. Great. Hey, it was like you were like Top Gun and Maverick. You were like, I'll fucking double fit. I'll do- double like, up. Tia and Tamara, baby. Tia and Tamara. <laughs> it's not that it's wide. It's that it's shallow. So, oh, like this, the I've, beautiful song from A Star Is Born. Exactly. Like yeah. call, yeah, Bradley Cooper, come on in. It's yeah. it's. Let I'm me take shallow. another look. Let me take another look at you. What did you think of that movie, by the way? 
I got to tell you, I'm a pussy. So like, I was like mm. weirdly, but I, I was weirdly into it. And then my friend got so angry at me. He went home and wrote a two page email. How I'm a fucking idiot. And wow. like, I mean, it was a yeah. really, and he was right. But at the same time, I was just so impressed with Bradley's gravelly voice. And I was like, that's amazing beard work. Like the beard it work is. that Bradley Cooper did in that movie is just so unrecognized. Well, have you seen the Barbara Streisand version? Of course. Yeah. What, okay, I, well, it's of, just I'm, like, well, I love that. I'm like, of course. Yeah. Well, it's just so much better. It is, but it was a different time and people don't, people don't know like Barbara Streisand's perm and a star is born. That's it, what my and, hair looks like naturally. Wait for real. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. would be an, um, wait, if you ever do another single, that would be an amazing cover to the single. <gasps> oh my God. Like that side profile with a big, yes! like the boot. Wow. Yeah. And Chris oh, Christopherson a- hair everywhere on this man. Oh. Like it was just, oh. it was so, it was so normal in the seventies, but it, it's a great movie. Yeah. It is a um, great movie. I love that. We went from my vagina of your vagina to the a star, star is, is born. born. Yeah. Pop, pop culture, man. Um, Okay, uh, so you're going to the wellness retreat. Um, will you play ball with that thing? Like, will you sit there the whole time and get into it? Or will you be like, because I half snark the entire time in your head. Like, how that's can I talk I'm, about this on the pot? That's what I'm worried about. Because I said to her, I said to my best friend, I'm like, first of all, I'm off the clock. This costs a small fortune. I don't want to have to razzle dazzle with these broken people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get up there and start being like, you know, jazz hands. (laughs) So it's going to be a very interesting social experiment for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to be vulnerable enough to to like like have it. Like you'll have to speak like it's your turn. And then like, I know this isn't like AA or like a, 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 you know, one of those promises, but it's still like, you'll, you're going to have to share with the group. And that scares the shit out of me, even though I do a podcast. Oh, me too. I'm going to like start talking about my shallow vagina, my amputee neighbor. Like what else is, I'm like, I don't know that I'm the right participant. You're just going to recycle the greatest hits from the podcast. Lately, oh, yeah. let like, me tell you about my this grandma. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Craig's, isn't that great? It's a crazy restaurant. Um, back yeah. in the, uh, also, I love that you will go back when I watch your stories. You'll go back and watch old seasons of like Real Housewives of New York mm. or something because that really is constantly. To me, New York represents like if you think Beverly Hills is like the big budget blockbuster, New York to me is always like the independent oh. film that is just so. Oh. Like every line is so perfectly placed that you almost feel like it's dialogue because you could watch it four different ways and get four different versions. It never gets old. And I yeah. always say that if I had three wishes, uh, peace in the Middle East, w- yep. w- you know, world hunger. That's mine too, like, peace in the Middle East. No, mine or none of those. My first wish, it wouldn't be for like the safety <laughs> and health of my family and loved ones, <laughs> any of the things, bring back my dead mom, none of the above. It would. <laughs> the first wish would be that I could experience the Real Housewives of New York like on Virgin Eyes for the first time and watch it from the fucking beginning. Because it even now, I'm probably on my like 18th run of it, like full start to finish. I still laugh so hard. And I you catch things that you didn't yeah. notice yeah. constantly. 
No, that's why I used to say there was like a bit where I was like, give me, just give me the audio over like audio of all the sprinter rides, the Jitney and let me have the audio. I'll pay you $50 a month, Bravo. And let me control the sound so I can hear. I'll pull up Sonia because she overtaught. Like I want to hear each one because they talk over each other. And Ramona for all that she is. I know. I know. I mean, she has given us so much. She has, but then like, what is our responsibility as an audience to say, you still don't seem to get it, but like she was at BravoCon and like, I had somebody on my show today that was like, she stormed past at the bar at Watch What Happens Live because they didn't have drinks backstairs. And she's like, I'm Ramona. I got to get a drink, vodka soda, let's go. And like cut this huge line and then didn't even pay. And this lady was like, I don't give a fuck who you are. Ramona's like, I'll make it right. I'll make it right. What's your DM? What's your your Instagram? She's like, I don't want you to DM me. Like, I don't want anything from you. It's like- I mean, she's terrible. Like she's a a terrible person. But what a great scene that would have been if they had a camera on it. See, this is the problem that I have because while I do agree that these women should be held accountable and like change and if, you know, like terrible behavior should be reprimanded in the same, in the same existence, do we need them to be role models? Like, is this who we're like, no, you know what exactly. I mean? That's what I said with about uh, Kathy Very Hilton conflicting. from earlier is that I don't take my social cues on how to treat people from Kathy Hilton. Like I'm not no. fucking requesting Michael Jackson. I'm not even going to a dance club, but if I did, like I know how to handle myself and I'm also not saying slurs and stuff to people. But even right. if Kathy Hilton was my ultimate hero, I know not to do that shit already. Like I exactly. Know. Exactly. So it gets a little dicey, but early Roni, nothing better. Alex McCord in those exposed baseboards. This is why I'm so into my home renovation. My biggest fear in life (laughs) is that someone will come over and be like, oh my God, this, this unrenovated. What did Jill say about her house? Like, or no, that was Danielle Staub's house. Are you talking about Margaret Joseph's? Well, that house too. I love the house shaming in the housewives. That like really cracks me up. I've done it myself. I do think that there is a large portion of the real housewives that look like their homes are bat mitzvah rental furniture and or Z gallery outlet. It's not a vibe. Uh, but I think about Alex McCord and her, you know, Cavalli and her this and fashions. And it's like, bitch, you have, you don't have like the Brooklyn. Yeah. It was like, but I, but at the same time, I would give anything. My one wish would be to have Alex and Simon back on. Like, oh you my die? god, me too. Because the kids are going would to die. college. There's an empty nester thing, so you know it's going to be sexual tension of like, let's get it on again. And like, come on, man, him in those red leather pants singing "I'm Real." That is fucking. That's we. That was the. This is the golden age of television. It was the golden age. I mean, they are. They are not to ever be replaced. I mean, they're unfucking believable and it was real. You know, that yes. was real. You know, that's the other thing is like when we like the audience are so sophisticated now, we can tell when we're being bullshit. Like, I mean, you can tell when we're being lied to. When yes. is the last time that a episode of reality television or even a new reality show has like made you been like, oh shit, this is amazing. Ooh, uh, you know, I got to give it to Lisa Barlow in the closet. <laughs> you know, she's fucked half in New York. What a great moment. Posing though- <laughs> kids. She, she hit it all. She talked shit about the children. She talked shit about the marriage. She called her a whore. She talked about their finances. I mean, I could, I could ride for that. And then to throw the mic pack out, like it was like an art piece. It was like, you could do a sculpture of that throw. And it really was. And like the thing that's so beautiful about it is because she meant it. And the other thing that's beautiful about it is that it's, it's partly true. And that's what hurts so much. 
Let, yeah, let's just talk about this for a second. Uh, you know, I, it's funny when they talk about like people renting or their homes being on rent, this, that, the other thing. Why don't they rent? Why don't they own a home? Because they like the flexibility of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, that it's, doesn't it's fun to, track. It's, it's fun to rent, you guys. You guys all know it's fun to rent. Um, but what it's do you think fun of to like throw money down the town the drain if you don't have to? If they if you can't, that's one thing. I totally understand. But to make it like we're doing this by a choice and it's the hyper flex of it all, which is very Housewives 101. Uh, and then Seth, in the first scene of the first episode of the season, he's like, how you doing, babe? What's going on? I'm in Canton, Ohio. And he sees like, you have 4,000 employees. And I'm like, bullshit. He's not Elon Musk. Like, why are they making <laughs> Seth out to be like a fucking billionaire all of a sudden? That's like- the problem. And if we wanted, we could own multiple homes. Then do it and lease, then rent them out if that's the case. Like, listen, I'm a Jewish person from the Valley. I know about the real estate game. Don't say that shit to me. You're insulting my intelligence. Just call it what it is. Don't hyperflex. <laughs> may I, I ask like when that. the last may I ask when the last time you've gone off on somebody is? Oh God, like a like a innocent bystander. Like oh, I, mean, I I don't think you like yell at it. I mean, maybe you do, mm-hmm. but like, when's the last time you like fucking lost it? Had a Lisa Barlow moment? Oh, like on a friend? Yeah. Um. You probably uh, can't even answer that. So no, yes, I can. Me. I will answer any question that anybody asks me as a fellow podcaster. What a professional! That's I a professional, will you guys. Anything. If you ask me, my hey social Ricky, hit the number. hit the applause, Ricky. Hit the applause. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. Fictitious Ricky. Um, uh, the last time I went off on somebody actually uh, was I was doing a a live podcast tour, my first one, and I made a joke. And one of my friends thought I was talking about them. And she just, we weren't meant to be close friends because she's yeah. just a little too sensitive. And she made it about her when it was just like the most vague, like talking shit. I'm like, have we met? This is what I do. And I lost my fucking mind. I was like, you are not doing this right now. This is fucking crazy. Like I really lost it. I was like, no, 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 not sorry. Not doing this. This is bullshit. You need to look inward. This is a you thing. (laughs) Like I got fucking crazy. Cause like, I'll do the thing. I know I piss people off, but then it gets to a point where it's like, okay, now you're yeah. just abusing the system. This is insane. This is like you projecting, projecting, deflecting, and lying. And I <laughs> I can't do it. Like, I just can't do that Did shit. Did you see the fear in her eyes or was this over like text? I saw the fear in her eyes. Uh, that's that's something you can put in the bank right there. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just was like, no, that's what I get. I do. I go, no, no, <laughs> no. Um, uh, as we, I know you only have a couple more minutes left because this, we got to find out the gender of the baby. It's very important. Um, it's, uh, how much, uh, I, I love my dog so much and I will, mm. but like you love and you know, but, and just how I, and, and I, as a straight dude, I know that's weird, but like, I think your dog's sexy too. Like your yeah. dog truly is a sexy dog. And I think, would you, you fuck really, him? You know what? Then that's, and that's weird. Like, I don't want to. Like, I don't know. Like, is there a job in it for me? Like, I mean, what is, is there like a casting couch kind of a thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, sh- yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I got the iHeartRadio. I'm just kid. trying, yeah, I'm just yeah, trying to get sure. you in trouble so you can yeah. like be on my team. Yes. I, yeah. Why not? No, it's just one of my favorite. When you put that music on the Instagram, it is one of those things where it's like, I, it's just like, there's an art to it. Will you go out on tour soon at any time? Or are you loving your life decorating I'm, and all that stuff too much? 
Let me tell you, I'm really trying not to. I don't enjoy it. And that's my truth. I mean, I could pretend, but I don't love it. I don't, I I don't, it gives me nothing. I don't like the plot. Like it feels transactional. I don't know. Maybe like I do need to renovate my kitchen and I'm going to the Stone Mart next. I'll be doing a meet and greet at the Stone Mart in, um, where is it? North Hollywood on Monday and Tuesday. So if you want to kill me or stalk me, roll through. Depending on the stone that I pick, maybe I'll, you know, hawk tickets in the near future. But well, you guys, sure. let's hope that stone is really expensive because I, I know a lot of people want there. Uh, okay, one minute left. I can't believe you turned down those tickets. Oh, you to don't George have Clean to. Julia don't Roberts. worry. Okay, oh. George Clooney and Julia Roberts. She, you guys, she was invited to the premiere of something that my parents have been wanting to see for like their. <laughs> my parents won't shut the fuck up about this Julia Roberts George Clooney movie. And yeah. Like, you got invited to the premiere of it the other day, and Could she you turned it down. You turned it down, which I was like. Hell yeah, because I would have been a sweaty mess. I would have gone because I would have been like felt like I needed to for my career. And then I would have totally. sweated the whole time. And you I said felt the no. same way. Well, you know, it was an interesting thing because I like to complain that I'm never really invited places because I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, how are these bitches like at Fashion Week? Like, well, hello. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't get a fucking invite. Like, that's fine. Like, you see Ramona Singer front and center. I'm like, what the fuck? So whatever. <laughs> so I, I talk shit like that. But the truth is... That, you know, if it conflicts with like my weekday routine, I'm not fucking going. And I really like had a deep, I had a deep moment where I was like, listen, I could write off some of these outfits. Like it would be like cute for like people I went to high school with to know that I'm not a loser. Like if I show up and like whatever, I, I, I said no. And I was proud of myself. That's like growth. I mean, truly that's growth because like, I just don't even know what they put in these, like, fucking commercials because my parents, it's like, cat, like catnip. Like, why do you have to tell me you're excited about it? Like, we never grew up as a family talking about movies and stuff. And now it's all of a sudden, like, my dad only talks about his Big Bang Theory, which is like, I got, fuck, I get it. Like, you love the yeah, show, but he's I like a 70-year-old man and he's talking about Big Bang Theory. And then this, anyways, uh, I, I was very <laughs> proud that you turned that down. Thank also, you. I said to my pu- husband, he's like, why wouldn't you go? And I'm like... Cause I don't want to, he's like, would you have something to do? And I'm like, well, I just like got onto season five of my will and grace rewatch and I'm making, you know, a curried lentil soup. I'm like, Monday is the only day that's not 85 degrees. If I want to get a soup in this week, it's gotta be fucking Monday. I can't roll through. Sorry. Um, uh, you also were dead on correct this week about the Pelts Beckham marriage. I've never seen two more uninteresting people being shoved down our throats so hard that I just don't, I, I, I'm a student of pop culture. I've been this nerd kid since I was a little kid. You guys know that. And I I don't get it. I'm trying, like, I'm trying to get it. And it's like, I don't care that you know how to fucking cook. You look like. Talk about a cook, not a chef. Brooklyn Beckham. I mean, that is the, have you seen that video of him? Where uh, it's like that viral TikTok where the guy oh, he asks eats a, like a chip. Oh, oh no no no. No, oh, no. There, there was a new one this week where about. he ate, he ate a spicy chip, and I was like, why the fuck am I watching this? Oh God, no. He like they go up to him and they're like, hey man, like what kind of car is this? He's like, oh Lambo, whatever. And they're like, well, what do you do? He goes, I'm a chef. And I'm like, I wanted to punch him right in his little vagina. You're not a fucking chef. Yeah, you said my dad's a soccer player, my mom's a Spice Girl. Like you don't like I'm able to tool around. How dope would it be if he was like, I'm a trust fund baby bitch, rolled up his window and sped off. I'd be like, wouldn't you have respected that? You would have respected that. And then this girl, it seems like the only thing that interests me about it is that it seems like the mom supposedly Victoria Beckham doesn't like 
the pelts girl and they put i mean and who knows even with that because that's very out there that they like have like some type of tension even with that spice girl drama still <laughs> not one person gives <laughs> one eighth of a fuck about them that's how you know they need to just move to a kibbutz and live laugh love and just like wipe their tears with dollar bills get out nobody it's wants because you already know how this story ends like it's like oh it's cute you guys you guys are all over each other i yeah i'll see you in five years well i would i would argue that he's all over her she seems a bit disinterested and i think her like acting career is even like starting to take off a little bit more which i just is can't it? you just want to scrub this dude like i want to take it like a scrub brush to him he just looks so not even chef like uh, and finally he needs to get may- punched. Yeah. He needs to get punched a couple times. I know that's not popular to say, but like, I feel like trust fund babies like that, they were too coddled and he needs to be roughed up. And I think she'd be more like into him. Yeah, no, I mean, there'll be plenty of time for them to get back together at some point. Yeah. Um, did you ever think we would live in a world where we saw Benefer actually get married? Um, no, I remember exactly where I was when I found <laughs> out Jennifer Lawrence broke the news to me. Jennifer Lawrence was like on an interview. This is actually funny. I'm allowed to say this now because at first I was like, bitch, we're putting this episode out. So we can't, you know, we're not going through your fucking team. I was on a a trip with her and Heather McMahon, who's also. Wait, the comedian. uh, Wait, the actor Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, I've done it. I've been there. No, I've been on a trip with her. Yeah. No. We like became friends during COVID. It's a very long, weird story (laughs) that I will not share publicly. But we were, me and Heather were recording. And we were like, we got to bust these episodes. She was sitting in, but we're like, bitch, you can't be mic'd because you're too famous. And like, we can't run through your fucking people. We're days late to this thing. So me and Heather are talking and all of a sudden she goes, holy fucking shit, breaking, (laughs) breaking fucking news. And I'm like, bitch, shut up. You're supposed to sit in the corner. Stop trying to steal the thunder, you fucking, you know, whatever. And she goes, breaking fucking news. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are on a trip together. They're back together. And we started screaming. And it's all on my podcast. And, oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> and I never told a soul. We lied. We're like, oh, our friend Jennifer Garner. Like, we kept, like, using different names or whatever. And then somehow it broke that it was her because I mean, her voice is obviously very yeah. distinguished or whatever. And, and you, you, just... you ruined her career. You ruined her career with that bug. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope she works again. That's just, um, I mean, honestly, I think but... she'll be fine. I already asked. I'm like, am I okay to like affiliate with you publicly or is I that really embarrassing? Like... I want to do one act plays of like pop culture moments, like the Brad Pitt and the jet, like what the fuck happened or, or Beyonce and Jay-Z in the elevator with Solange. Like you like, never forget like where you fiction. were yes. when you found that yes. out. I will never forget. I was in my pajamas, hung over, kind of dry heaving with a microphone. And I didn't believe it. I was like, is it a confirmed source? This can't be true. <laughs> like we were just like spiraling over it. Uh, it's like that. It. They'll write a one act play about that someday. I swear to God. Um, but now I don't also- give a fuck about them. I'm totally over them. Yeah, isn't it weird? Like once they got married, that I don't I like, care. Uh, it's I like lost, I do. It lost its luster. And also, I'm starting to wear. And this is sad because it was one of my natural joys was watching him with the coffee and the cigarette. But now he's doing it too much, and I'm like, let's 
chill a bit like because he's doing it he's giving us what we want too much finally you got an actual piece of artwork from anna delvey uh one of our fame like one of the i guess most famous people out there is a brilliant architect and design i mean you you paid for a piece of artwork or she sent you one for oh oh no 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 (laughs) you you paid (laughs) paid i was in a live Uh, auction (laughs) you paid a bail yeah I literally did. I mean, it's terrible. I was in London and my husband was, sure. he, he was on a work trip and I was just at a bar by myself in Notting Hill and uh, had a couple cocktails and I had the the time advantage and it went live like an auction for one of her prison sketches and baby bid and baby won. <laughs> well, okay. I, this is how I wanted it in the interview then. Talk about baby bid and baby won. Yes. This is what happens when you make poor decisions, but in the moment you think you're the coolest person ever. Is that mm-hmm. I now own oh, an God, oil so painting of Tom Girardi and his brothers. And you lost a tree. Oh my uh, God. It, but it's a, it's an Ikea tree. This is uh, Tom right here. And these <gasps> are all his brothers. And this is an oil painting that I won at auction at the Girardi Keys estate sale. It went to the victims. And also this is the lingerie that he bought for not Erica Jane from the auction can I, as well. Can I ask you how much that cost? Uh, the oil painting costs 250 This yeah, That's it was a bargain. Like, no, they gave, I also bid on a, like a, 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 like a secret box and the box had like 30 law trophies in it. I'll give you one. Like <gasps> I put like, I put like a coffee stain on one of them. Cause I just put it like coffee. Cause I'm a slob and like, I have, but these are, these are the actual You need lingerie. an acrylic light box. Okay. I'm going to buy, because See, that's, what I want. Like, that's what I was going to say. I don't know how to, de- like, you know how to decorate and do shit. Wait, I'm going to, you have to um give me your number and text me your address because I'm going to buy you a present. For being oh my! <laughs> okay. No, okay. Okay. No, no, well, no, no, I wanted you to see that before you left, just so you could be scared of me for the rest of your life. No, I'm not. But, I'm actually um, like attracted to you now. Nice. Jackie, yeah. thank you so much for being an inspiration to me and what I do. And all you guys out there, I know you're going to freak out when you hear this. Sorry for talking so fast, but I was just so excited to talk to you today. And I really have been nervous all day. So now I can finally go to the bathroom. So thank you so much. <laughs> Um, and I hope to talk to you again sometime. I hope to. Oh my God, to, please you know, have um, me back. And you have to come uh, on my podcast too. Yes. Let's talk about El Pollo Loco for more hours. Um, Perfect. Jackie Schimmel, ladies and gentlemen, I'll put all her info in the stuff and go check her out. She's up and coming. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God, this is Ryan again. I hope you liked that interview, you guys. But I got to tell you always how awkward it is, especially over Zoom, to end interviews because I always go five, four, three, two, one. And I never know when the other person is like, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's, It's the worst thing. And also, you guys know this from over the pandemic when we all worked at home, hitting leave on the Zoom meeting because you're trying to hit it as quickly as possible. And so you always like have your hand frozen up in like a a half frozen wave and you're just like trying to smile. But it's like this desperate like, ah, ah, trying to leave the room. Poor Jackie must have thought I was having a stroke. Okay, you guys, this was your Tuesday episode. A huge thank you to Abby for giving us uh, Boots on the Ground with Ramona and and Jackie Schimmel. Just thank you, Jackie Schimmel. Also, if you are still listening, 
uh, you baddies out there that have been with me from the beginning today, Tuesday is a very important day for my mom in regards to everything that she's going through. Uh, if you are a listener to the show or the Patreon, you kind of know a little bit more, but really send some good. I'm not always that vibey person. Like, you know, I know that's sometimes really cheesy, but if you, if you can spare a second to have a good thought for Becky Bailey today in the afternoon, that would be just incredible. And who knows? It's a, it's a big day for us to find out some things. Uh, and hopefully it's going to be all positive, but we'll see. And also, uh, join the Patreon. Me and Meditza just did an hour and 45 minute Q and a tonight that I think is pretty funny about both of our BravoCon experiences, plus questions from our patrons, which are, they're the best people. So I hope you like today's show and I will talk to you bright and early on Wednesday. Have a great Tuesday guys. Betches.